When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Auburn Live Show, recruiting edition, also known as the Shrivel Pod. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, senior recruiting editor for, what side are we on? Auburn Live on three. That's the one. And that is the one. Uh, joined today by our recruiting analyst, Cole Pinkston, and our message board anal- uh, analyst. <laughs> Dude, it's early, folks. Jay Head. What's up, Jay Lee? All right, folks. So, listen, we're recording on Tuesday morning. Uh, school's out next week. I'm going to take my son to Montana, do a little skiing, but we wanted to get a show in this week. So, we're recruiting, recording on Tuesday morning, probably hearing this on Wednesday. Uh, listen, if you're not a member of Auburn Live on 3, you should be. Uh, right now, we got a uh, special promo going one week free. Try Give us a try. If you don't like it after a week, ditches. Won't happen, though. Promise you. <laughs> um, big news this week, guys, was no news at all. Yes. Which, which was, we talked about a little bit about last week, UGA needed an offensive line coach. We knew the connections there with Will Friend. Of course, Mike Bobo being over there as an analyst, I believe. Is that right? Yes. That's correct. And He's he, functioning as the senior offensive analyst over at UGA, UGA right now. So there was some there was some concern that Will Friend might be at least interested in that opening. Uh, of course, now we've know now we know on Monday, Stacy Cyril's former Auburn Tiger came from UNC, I believe, to take the Georgia job, the which leaves Will Friend at Auburn. And the momentum we had talked about last week with the offensive line recruiting, Cole and I had talked to a, several offensive line guys all mentioning how uh, big of a relationship and impact Will Friend is having on their recruitment with Auburn. So big news out of Auburn was no news, and Will, Will Friend is staying put. So I thought that was probably the news of the week so far. Jay, had, I I, more. You, you, were, you were really big on Will Friend staying. He, listen – we all saw what offensive line recruiting was in last cycle. And I don't think it went the way Will, Will Friend wanted it to. I don't think it went the way Coach Harson wanted it to. But the focus was always on this class as far as offensive line recruiting was concerned. And he's prioritized a lot of kids that he had cultivated good, deep relationships with. Kids like Stanton Randall, kids like Bo Hughes, kids like uh, the Frombley kid from Tuscaloosa County. Um, lots to play we dude you're on AOL and we had lost him am I coming through you were you were kind of a little DJ in there (laughs) skipping the beat skipping the beat but yeah you Uh, were naming you were naming some guys the Formby kid Rammel Bo Hewley Clay Whedon Clay Whedon a uh, lot of kids that he was circling the wagons on that he had cultivated a nice relationship with. 
And had he left and gone to Georgia, all that progress would have been for naught. So maintaining him as Auburn's offensive line coach. I mean, look, I think Will Friend is an outstanding offensive line coach, right. just technically speaking. X's and O's, I think yeah. he's great at what he does. Um, and that would have hurt the progress from that standpoint, and it would have hurt the continuity of the staff. But in recruiting, which is where this show is focused, I think it would have hurt us even more because it, with such a priority in this class and the guys that he had already cultivated relationships with, I mean, it might have been fatal in, in certain kids' recruitments. might have been fatal. So Absolutely. to be able to, to, to go from potentially losing him to, hey, we know he's going to be here from this point moving forward, that was a nice step forward for Coach Harson and, and a big win for the staff. You know, that was the thing that I personally wanted to see. I, I I wanted to see with Will Friend staying on how Auburn could do offensive line recruiting. If, if Will Friend goes to U Georgia or wherever, you know, there's that excuse again. Yep. You know, like, oh, well, maybe wait till 2024. No, man, I want to see what Will Friend can do in this class because of what he's already done. I want to see if he, he can get the flip from Bo Hewley. I really think he uh, has a really good chance there. Um, I do too. And, you I know, will, if, if – if friend goes to Georgia, it's a done deal because Hewley has that relationship with friend and, and then Hewley. And I think Cole talked to him. Uh, um, was it Monday? Cole, when was that camp? Sunday. Yeah, it was Sunday. Sunday. I talked to him for a little while there and, uh, uh yeah, I got the impression that, that Will friend was a, a very big factor. For him. Right. And Cyril's is not known for his recruiting prowess. Um, of course, anybody can recruit well to Georgia. Anybody re can recruit well <laughs> yeah. to Alabama. Yes. You know, th those two schools right now can make anybody a great recruiter. Uh, however, his uh, his recruiting prowess is not – he's not an elite no, – he's not known as an elite recruiter. No, he's not pit boss at this stage in his career. He's not Matt Luke. I think Stacey right. Searles is a phenomenal offensive line coach. And I'm sure, like you said, they'll put an analyst beside him that will help him with his recruiting and he'll do just fine. But he doesn't have those same relationships with the kids that Will Friend is recruiting. So he's going to be starting from scratch trying to get into the game with some of these kids. So that's a leg up for us to have that consistency and continuity with the same offensive line coach coming back and being able to continuously sell that same pitch of playing time, which is big for a kid like Bo Hughley. And I know Cole can talk about that a little bit more because I think that's something he mentioned in his interview. Yeah. Um, and we definitely have playing time to give coming out of this cycle right perfect time to get a big offensive line class because you're losing everybody right exactly losing eight guys that have playing experience wow yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a big exodus <laughs> so yeah jay head did you see who replaced stacy cereals at unc no i haven't seen that it yet. just came out before we started recording your boy jack bicknell <laughs> he left louisville the former auburn coach guys i think he was here for a year maybe under gus yeah he was he yeah. was after he, got he had come from the pittsburgh steelers if i'm not mistaken well so he was at Ole miss he was previously at pittsburgh and then Ole miss and that's where he was connected with unc's offensive coordinator who came mm -hmm. from Ole miss to them uh, so they had a prior relationship they both worked underneath matt luke so Bicknell went back to work for uh, went back to work for him, and I'm trying to think of the guy's name. He's out of the air raid tree. I'll think of it here in a second. Got a nice flat top, but that's <laughs> got to be relevant. Sweet, you like those flat tops, don't you, Jay? Mm, a little bit high and tight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, 
So today is March the 1st. As I said earlier, y'all keep that in mind when you're listening because this is probably going to be published on Wednesday. But today is the first day of the quiet period, which means the yes. dead period is over. Recruiting visits on campus visits can resume and then coaches get, get one phone call per week, which I don't think that's ever really an issue. If a coach wants to talk to a kid, they'll tell the kid to call them. Uh, but technically the coaches can make that call. We've seen several offers go out. We've seen several more uh, in the past couple of weeks. And the uh, last couple of days since the um, since the uh, Under Armour camp in Atlanta on Sunday, which Cole was there, uh, as well as Brian Harson, who was there to see his son and maybe peek over at who, whomever else he wants to see. Sure. Sure. Uh, wh- wh- who did we see offers go out to Cole after that Sunday camp yesterday? I know the t- kid from Texas, the Texas tight end. Yeah, you had it was a uh, he was a twenty three kid, and then you had some twenty four kids that got yeah some- twenty four kids. There you go. Now, yeah. I don't think the Texas tight end was uh, relative to the UA camp. The twenty twenty four guys, which were man, I talked to one of them, didn't I? It was uh, the kid from Leeds, and I can't think of his name at the moment. Yeah. Oh, oh, Kavion Henderson. That's defensive lineman, yeah. yeah the, the edge from, from Leeds. And by the way, he was he was at the camp and performed really well amidst older, you know, defensive linemen. So I thought that was a very worthy offer there. He looked good. He looked he looked the part, I thought. So that's probably where the offer came from if they ever if they saw any clips or anything from the camp. Yeah, well, of course Brian Harson was there as well. Maybe he just he he, he saw enough. He was. He was watching, and he was allowed to. He's, you know, he was being dad to to Davis, who had a pretty good day himself. I thought he he's got a good arm, man. Davis is good, man. He, he is. He's a good. He's a good quarterback. Oh, they offered Noah Dixon from Troop, Troop County, right down the road in Lagrange, twenty twenty four. There you go. That's a big area for Auburn recruits to get back into West Georgia. I mean, that's a place that's been very profitable for us. In the I was, I was surprised just driving to Atlanta and. And, you know, some some people make fun of me for this. It's totally fine. You can if you need to. I didn't realize how close LaGrange was to Auburn. I'm just oh, not yes, sir. with that side of the state. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you're West Coast, baby. Yeah, West Coast. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, it's less than 30 minutes away, is it not? Oh, it was 25. 25 minutes. I was like, man, I, they got some. They got some bad. They got the best barbecue sauce down there in Lagrange. Oh man, it's some good stuff down there. Tony yeah. Fair would have had a freaking banana. <laughs> yeah, Tony they, Fair. They need to keep Tony Fair out of Lagrange for a season, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Dead period's over. So, hey, Cole, let's talk about that camp, man. What What all did you see? I know you watched the Auburn targets really closely. Um, what, what What were some of the guys that stood out to you? What just talk for a little bit. Just talk, just talk. Yeah, I, I was uh, heavy on the O-line, D-line. They were the first group of the day. Um, of course, you know, it was cold and rainy. So, anybody that was out there, in my opinion, is really wanting to compete. And uh, and I think even the, the people that ran it, like Tom Luganville and, and the people from Under Armour were like, uh, yeah, you know, anybody that's out here today, it's like 48 degrees and raining. We believe in you. That's good, fo- <laughs> that's good football weather, man. Sure. There you go. Sure, yeah. And uh, I watched the offensive line, defensive line, one-on-ones really closely. Uh, to me, Braden Joyner, Auburn's uh, offensive line commitment was really, really good in those. Um, 
he's not the most impressive looking guy as far as size goes, but when he when he is in his pass set and when he's got his feet moving, he's he's pretty impressive. Athletic. Yes. I mean, he's got great feet. He's got great feet. And that's what helps him in the pass set. I haven't seen him as much as a run blocker, so I don't, you know, I, don't, I can't, I can't really tell you what he is there. But as a pass blocker, just in the camp setting, going against really good competition. And let me just tell you, there's a couple people going out. Well, you know, they're not in pads. Well, let me just tell you, I mean, there's some bloody noses. It was serious. Okay, yeah. that's that's how this goes. He gets heated. Pads or no pads. This is this is real. <laughs> they're getting after. It. Hand plays legit, especially in those camps, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why they started adding those, you know, those cushion helmets that they were wearing for a while. Yeah. They didn't have those on. So it was, it was live, but uh, the other, the, the guy that stood out to me is, is an Auburn target. He's committed to Georgia right now and it's not Bo Hughley. And by the way, it is Hughley. He, he corrected me on that. So he said, you got to pronounce a G. I said, okay, I got we, you. We've always been pronouncing them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but man, uh, Raquez McElderry. Oh, man, kid from Aniston, dude. Yeah, he can play. Yeah. Hey, listen, he came to Auburn's Junior Day back in January. I talked to him. Is he not committed to Georgia? He is. is. Dude, that that dude did not sound like he was very firm to Georgia. He loved Auburn that day. And Yeah, uh, same thing to me there. And he's first cousins with Braden Joyner, is that correct? I don't know. That's that's interesting. You know, Bra- uh, Brayden's from Oxford, is he not? He is. He is. I, I'm Matthew. pretty sure that they're. I'm pretty sure they're first cousins. Well, so we got out. a connection there. Let me just tell you too about Brayden. He is. So okay, Damari Austin was the vocal recruiter from the last class, right? He was the guy that was on Twitter recruiting guys and saying, that, you know, you know the move, come to Auburn, whatever. Right. Brayden Joiner is. Not so much on Twitter. He does a little bit, but in person, this guy is – let me tell you what he did. Uh, the first group that went out for the offensive line, defensive line drills, he assembled it. And he said, I want this guy, I want this guy, I want this guy to be out here on this first first drill. At the and, camp? Yeah. And it was all Auburn targets. He said it was like, hey, Lugan Bill, I got it, man. No, I mean, well, it was just kind of a first come, first serve kind of thing. But Braden jumped out there in front. He got Mick Eldery. He got Hughley. He got uh, Kobe Keenum. He got Wilkin Formby. They were all out there in that first group. Those they are uh, first cousins. Are they? Yep. Yep. Cousins. I thought that they were. That, that was my understanding of it. You never cease to amaze me, Jay Head. Hey, I try, baby. I try. But yeah, the, the Joiner man, he he's really working on some guys. He told me, uh, you know, here's a list of guys you need to talk to today, because I'm working on it. So I was like, okay, I hear you, man. That's so big, man. It is to have that. It, well, and you know, the center is going to be is supposed to be the leader of that group, and the last big offensive line group, well, one of the big offensive line groups we had had a center like that in Reese Dismukes. Yeah, yeah, that really helped get us in with some other prospects. Uh, who was oh, the big sure. kid out of Christian Westerman out of Arizona? Oh, yeah. It's the same class that got Greg Robinson. Monster offensive line class that year. So yeah, well, who was this boy from uh, Kozam from Colorado? Well, okay. Kozam was the was the next class. I think it was him and uh, Avery Young. Oh, <laughs> Avery Young, man, that was a Another good one. damn lineman. Patrick Miller. That was the Patrick the, Miller. That, was that not the 2013 offensive line? Uh, Avery Young, Kozan, Dismukes. You got it. 
Uh, Marshall. Was... <laughs> Nick Marshall and Trey Mason were great. I'm not taking anything away from them, but they had some really good help that yeah. year. Yeah, they did. Because you had, I think, left to right, it was Greg Robinson at left tackle, Alex Cozen at left guard, Dismukes at center. I'm blanking who was at right guard, but Avery Young was your right tackle in that group. Hey, uh, J-Head, you, you over there texting Braden Joyner right now? Because he just yeah. dropped on Twitter to Raquez McElderry. What you waiting on, cuz? Come home. Not was, texting him, brother, but I can't after this gets over with. I that, that was me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I was like, man, what timing? That's amazing. That's how I'll confirm Jay head. There you go. There you go, baby. He said, yes, sir, first cousin. He I dropped said, I said, you any kin to rock with? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Hey, man, crack research staff right there, baby. There you go, baby. That's excellent, man. Uh, so, hey, so, which makes me even more excited about this offensive line class, the potential at least of this class, yes. the relationships that are already established, uh, will friends staying? You've got a guy like Braden Joyner, who's obviously leader on the field as well as off, and you've got really good linemen in this class that Auburn's got a really good shot with. This state right here, Georgia is loaded always, uh, Florida – and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what this class, offensive line class is going to look like in, um, in that there's really no excuses. They've been here a year. The visits have been open. There's no pandemic holding them back. Um, the coaches are, are, are in sync. You know, Keysaw's a nine-year offensive coordinator. you got Harson, Keysaw, Wilfred, everybody's, you know, uh, been around the program for, what, 14 months at least now? Easy. Right. Easily 14, I think, going into 15 months now. 15 yep. months. The relationships have been formed. The kids have been on visit. They did a fantastic job of getting these kids. You know, Cole and I to Georgia in the Alabama game this past year. There's not going to be that those two big games this year. Penn State, probably the biggest one, right? Yeah. I would think so. Uh, but Penn they did State, such a good job Arkansas of getting – coming to town. Yeah. It's A&M? Yes, A&M. So, those are probably your – LSU. LSU. You've only got four away games next year, so – Damn, really? Yes. Yeah. Alabama, Georgia. Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Sweet. Yeah, that's Not it. Not bad, man. Not bad. Worked yeah. out pretty good. But but, but they, I thought they did a great job. You know, I didn't realize realize how great of a job they did when I was at the Georgia and Alabama games, getting the recruits and who was there because I was so focused on 2022 guys. Uh, but that was the first time I met Clay Weed, and that was the first time I think I met Bo Hugely. Hugely. Um you know, it was almost impossible to catch all the guys at the games. I mean, oh, it they, was. They were flocking in, man. It was crazy. Yeah, star-studded. Oh, Kai Preem was the, at both of those games. He was. He was. And That's then and, and then you have a lot of these kids coming back. The focus, obviously, in January was offensive line yeah. uh, or, or the linemen, big, big daddies. Um, and then, you know, we're keeping our eye out on March – now that the dead period is over, I tell you what, we, we, we talked a little about, you know, the, the support staff additions in the offseason Auburn has made. One of the big ones was the director of player personnel, Stephen Ruzik, um, yeah. who, who – Jay, tell me about him. I, I know he, he, he's he got a lot of ties in Georgia. He's been – he's he's uh, he signed – he's been a big help in signing a lot of classes that were – I mean, I know he's at UT Chattanooga, North Carolina with – Billy, right? 
That's correct. With Billy High, former director of recruiting at Auburn. He's been at Minnesota, I think, underneath P.J. Fleck at one P- point. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So Ole Miss, they, UT Chattanooga, Ole Miss, Minnesota, North Carolina all had mm-hmm. top recruiting classes there when he was there. And I think his father, if I'm not mistaken, his father was uh, head, or a, a coach at Warner Robins. That's correct. So he's the son of a high school football coach in the state of Georgia, knows a lot of high school coaches in Atlanta, and then particularly from South Georgia. So he's connected down there. So Look, when you have a staff and you have a head coach like Coach Harsons is coming from a completely different part of the country, having guys behind the scenes like him that can help formulate those relationships is just, I can't, it's massive because you just, there's only so many hours in a day. You can only have so many phone calls and so many different conversations with various high school coaches before you have to concentrate on your team, your scheme, everything else that's going on in the culture of your program. Recruiting can only be so much of the day. It can't be your sole focus. So having guys like him in place that can connect you in a talent-rich state like Georgia is invaluable. And he's honed his skills as far as player evaluation is concerned. And there's some really, really good player personnel guys and and coaches. I mean, you think about P.J. Fleck at Minnesota. They have been first on a lot of kids from an evaluation standpoint, particularly here in the Southeast, because you're not going to get that same level of athlete up in the Midwest. So they've recruited it heavy and they've had to evaluate early, which aids Auburn here because what do we need to do a little bit quicker on probably pulling the trigger on some offers and and our early evaluations. I think we're very thorough and I like that aspect of it, but I think being first sometimes is better than being thorough with certain kids. So I think he really helps us there. I like the stock. He's obviously from the Patrick Sotis tree uh, and Billy High, who I think- Patrick Sotis, Billy High, yes. Both of those guys. Both of those guys um, from a player evaluation standpoint. So just I think he's been a really great connector behind the scenes and another good evaluator on the staff. I think some of the 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 subtle changes that we've seen Auburn make in the past couple of months, I think, was because of Steven. I think Patrick Suttis was probably one of the better uh, DPPs that I've seen at Auburn's. I mean, one of the he's a, he's a top three guy for me, and Auburn's had Definitely. some good ones before. But Patrick Suttis, who is still with uh, at Georgia Tech, if I'm not mistaken. Actually, uh, he just left, and he's now at UNC now. I think Cole was yeah, about to say yeah. that. Yeah. Suttis is at UNC. Yeah, he's back working for Mac again. I, I think he kind of saw the writing on the wall with Jeff Collins. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, so I, I I love what Auburn's doing behind the scenes. I, we we've talked about Joe Bernardi. We've seen Rock Bellatoni get promoted up um i'm really excited about ike hilliard at the wide wide receiver position i talked to camden brown the other night the auburn wide receiver signee from down in south florida who is very excited about ike hilliard and i think that's going to be the norm when when you're talking to these wide receiver recruits is that he was he was a stud player played for what 12 seasons in the nfl coached for 11 seasons in the nfl he's got such a great resume with Kids that he's coached, um, was it Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster? Yeah, yeah, yeah Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be a, it's going to go a long way in um, with with wide receiver recruits. I think Christian Robinson's going to be fantastic at, uh, at linebacker. We oh, know yeah. Zach's going to be good. We know Cadillac's going to be good. We love Will Friend. I mean, Jimmy Brumba also. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to give Jimmy some love. Yes, I think sir. He's been working, look, and he's been working really, really hard. And sometimes 
when guys have not had, I mean, you look at where Brumbaugh's been. He's been at Kentucky, Maryland, Colorado. Those are not places that are going to put you just when you walk into a school where you're going to have a blue chip prospect's attention. you got to really work behind the scenes to get kids like that. And he's been relatively successful. Um, but now he's at a place like Auburn that he can sell because he experienced it himself. And sometimes that is an invaluable recruiting pitch when you right. can say, this is what Auburn University did for me. And nobody's going to work harder right now than Jimmy Brumbaugh to prove to Auburn and to, excuse me, to Coach Harson that they made the right choice. I can assure you this, if they don't land a studded defensive line class, it's not going to be because of lack of effort from Jimmy Brumbaugh, that's for sure. Right. Yeah. I had a couple of guys at the, at the camp that mentioned him as well. Uh, Jamal Jarrett, four-star guy from North Carolina, I believe. Yes. Yep, he's a Nietzsche Sledge's uh, big-time yeah, friend. Yeah, he, w- he went back to that, that, that Jeffrey reported. Uh, yeah, he said, my brother and Nietzsche Sledge. He said, man, we're close, yeah. like my brother. So – I mean, just him being there, I have got to take a look at Auburn, no no matter what. That's, That's what he big. told me. And then you had uh, T.J. Searcy, who I'll have a little bit more on later this week, who is sort of an edge prospect, but he's he's sort of in between because he's, you know, he's like in the 240, 250 range, and he's a good-looking prospect. Um, said that Coach Brumball was was definitely keeping in touch and, and that he wanted to go meet him and all that. He was excited about it, so – and Another. I think in your story, he's coming the 19th. Is that right for the big junior yeah, day recruiting weekend? I think who, he is. Who is this? TJ Searcy. Uh, Not with you, Cole. I think his body type, he grows into an end. I don't think he'll be able to stay on the edge, but yeah, he's got yeah. some some quick twitch to him, that's for sure. He could be a he could be a sort of a hybrid there, I think. I think he can move around because he's very quick. He's got a great get off, and he was very good in the one-on-ones. He, he he made a few tackles that were supposed to be pretty good, look bad. So, yeah, man. Uh, I, I got a few more guys, too. That Go for it, man. Roll them off. Mentioned, uh, on the D-line, Jamal Jarrett was the MVP. Um, he's just unblockable. You know, he's big. I mean, is he stud, dude? Is he a stud? Is he- yeah, yeah. You know, he almost has the look of an offensive lineman just because he's, he's, he's built that way. But he's got the get off. He's got all that. He's good with his hands, um, and he was just – they couldn't stop him. So, he was one that stood out, and, you know, I talked to him. He I put an article up on him uh, Monday. Um, you know, TJ Searcy was good, just mentioned him. Uh, Hunter Osborne was there. He's a big in-state guy. Very, very good, very impressive okay. in, in the drills, right? Okay. In the drills beforehand. Um uh, just agility wise, he can move for a big guy. One of the best, quickest feet, you know, good hands, all that, getting around the cones and stuff like that. I thought he was one of the better guys there. Struggled in the one on ones. Now he was matched up with Raquez McElderry. And well, that may be why he struggled then. It was tough. It was tough. I'm telling you, he, he had a rough time with him, but but I give credit to McElderry on that. And, you know, I don't know if Osborne's going to be playing that inside technique like he was. I think he's going to be more of an end. Yeah. Strong side guy. Yeah. Strong more of a five tech. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to be fine. He, he just, you know, he, he's not really an inside guy. That's kind of how that went. So uh, he was impressive though. It's just as far as a prospect and his size and moving and all that uh, getting away from offensive line, defensive line. I thought maybe the most impressive guy of any position there was Jelani tank Thurman. 
I was going to ask you about that. I have heard some rave reviews with his catch radius and his wingspan coming out of that, where he was basically playing like a wide receiver, but just yeah, there was. was nobody that could check him. And I asked him, I said, I saw you got an award there at the end. What, what is that? He said, I won best receiver. I said, I thought you were tight end. He goes, well, yeah, I am. <laughs> I was like, okay. Was nice. he like a Landon King build? Yeah, he is. He's He's got to be every bit of 6'6". Six, six. I mean, Oh, shit, really? Yeah, he's impressive looking. Um, doubles as a basketball player. I think he averaged 10 points and over 12 rebounds a game this past yeah. year. Yeah, you know what? I would not be surprised um, if Auburn really, really wanted him, that they gave him some kind of deal to play basketball. I, we've seen that. We've seen them attempt this. Where's before. he from? Langston Hughes High School. In oh Air yeah, we, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's the Langston, the quartet from there, right? One of the You're right. Yes, sir. Yeah, one of the five four. Actually, five five because they got a 2024 quarterback who was also there in Air. Air Nolan. How was he, man? Uh, he almost resembles he's, he's he got sort of a same stature as like TJ Finley, like he's big. Oh, he's, like, okay. Uh, I didn't see him throw that much, but as far as you know, appearance, he's pretty impressive. Um, uh, but yeah, Thurman, man. One thing he's got the catch radius, he's got the size, but he was actually running really precise routes getting away from people from smaller dbs i was like man that guy right there he he's he's got he's the real he's got the whole package it seems like hey landon's not tall like that is he landon's like six two six three he's six five uh, landon king is yeah see i told y'all <laughs> <laughs> i told y'all it was just built just alike Look, they are they're very very close a little um, scoop on landon king to deviate and i want to get back to to Thurman, but yeah. I expect to see him play some flanker this year, some Z on the outside, and I think you're going to see him as that guy that can go up and do uh, catch some 50-50 balls, really kind of be at that vital piece we need down like there. Like Sal Canella? Yeah. Maybe. I would say Sal Canella on steroids, but, you know. Okay, all right, all right. Probably got a higher ceiling than Sal. A little, uh, little wind yeah. straw. Unless you're talking about clothing line, I'd say I definitely agree. Oh, with you. Yeah. <laughs> I believe Sal is uh, one of the few, or uh, one of the several that was UCFL draftee, was yes, he? Yes, he was. He was. I think he was. I think he was. Big ups to him. I saw Calvin Ashley got uh, drafted. Markel Harrell. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I did say that for Markel. That's big. Yeah. Markel was good, man. There were some cats that have been out of football for a while. I know it. I know it. They're staying in shape. I was like, hey, man, you know. Look, then we get the old wing warmed yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Look at like Uncle Rico out there. <laughs> hey, uh, hey yeah. everybody, they need a lawn snapper, right? Never too old to long snap. They're housing them up there in Birmingham for what is it like 12 weeks or whatever their season's going to be. They're going to play every game right there in the new stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is in that one stadium, right? Yeah, everything's in that one stadium minus, I think, like the the championship game and maybe one of the one of the playoff games is going to be up in Columbus, Ohio, but everything okay. else is going to be right there in Birmingham. All right, all right. Hey, so we talked a little bit about this before the show, but last week, uh, guys, we did some. We think Auburn could be the leader for if signing you a day were tomorrow. Auburn probably got a good shot with signing some folks. Named off of several guys. Jay Ed has got a good. Uh, idea on that we're going to each week since we're going to make this a weekly show 
we're going to start breaking it down by position. So, since we are our own offensive line kick yes, this sir. week, I tell you what, if, if we each can name five guys, and of those five guys, we think Auburn will sign two or three of them. You know, that, that, that'll take us off the hook for, hey, you know, five guys, here you go. No, man, hey, I'm going to give you five guys, five names, and I think Auburn – I don't know which ones, but I think Auburn will sign at least two of these guys. Does that sound fair? That's that's fair with me. And, and we can and we can we can have the same ones. It doesn't matter. That just further strengthens our prediction that there will be an Auburn. If two or three of us all agree that this guy's going to be uh, at least right now, we know a lot can yes. ha- change. A lot can happen uh, before December signing day. But just to make it fun, and uh, we ain't scared to go out on a limb. Escape. Nope. Uh, so I'll say what we'll do offensive line this week. I mean, I. I feel like I'm, I, I got five names that I think Auburn's going to get to. Easily. This Easily. week. I, I think we could go five for five on this, to be completely honest with oh, you. I feel like some of these guys. Nice flex. All right. Yeah. We'll do – well, I said we'll, we'll go we'll offensive line this week, defensive line next week. Sounds good to me. Maybe no, it doesn't include edge. There right. we go. Right. I like that. It doesn't include edge. So, next, so, so, this week, offensive line, we've talked a lot about the guys – a lot of us like who wants to go first give me five that you think Auburn will get to five that Auburn will get to I'll jump in first so we're going to go Clay Wheaton number one pick on the board right there okay um I'm going to go Stanton Rammel number two. Oh, really good pick yes sir pick. I'm going to go Bo Hughley number three good pick Frombley number four And I'm going to say this is going to be my one guess. I'm going to say Rockwell's McKeldry, number five, just because I think the Will Friend connection there, the Brandon, the Braden Joyner connection to him. Um, I love the in-state uh, Aniston being significantly closer to Auburn than it is to UGA, and then the playing time angle that we can sell. I just think that things are going to line up there for us for us to be able to kind of close that one out immediately. I like it. Now, are right, you cool. are you ordering those in most confident in to least confident? Is that how you're doing that? That's how I'm doing that. Okay. I'm going to do that as well. Okay. Let me start with Stanton Ramil. There you now, go. He, 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 I said his name wrong. He told me, and now I can't remember. So, Ramil. <laughs> we'll have to go back. Ramil. Hell, I don't know, dude. You're asking the wrong dude. I got I got it on recording. I'm gonna go back and make sure we get that right, but I'm gonna go with him first. Okay. I do think he's in the take category. Yep. The tackle, because that is probably I'm not gonna say it's a bigger position of need than guard or center, but it's just it's it's one that you have to when you see somebody that's worth taking, you gotta go for it there because there's just not too many tackles out there. You know, it's a special position for a reason. So I'll go Stanton Ramil. Uh, number two, let me go with Clay Weed. Yep. Number three, I will go with Rock. I'll go with Rockquez, Rockquez McEldery. I like that. Just because I, I just from talking to him, it really seemed like Auburn was on his mind. Um, I know he's committed to Georgia. But Will Friend likes him. 
Will Friend is working really hard. He's got some great help from Joe Bernardi. Uh, and, and all the, you know, everybody seems to like him a lot too. And I just think that with the need, there's a real good chance that they could flip him. And speaking of flips, number four for me will be Bo Hughley. There you go. And feeling better about that one now that we know. And for the record, I don't think Will Friend was heavily pursuing that job. I think they had him as a name. Um, you know, I, I don't know if they contacted him. I don't know all of that. I just think that – I think that he, he he likes it at Auburn. I think he was pretty pretty solid there. Um, so, number five, I'll throw a wild card out there. Uh, just from talking to him, just from the vibe I get, he's wanting to visit. You know, he, he wants to play in the SEC, and he's really only has two SEC offers from Auburn and Tennessee. I'll go Elijah Page out of Arizona. That's a big one. That's a big yeah. one. Yeah, I think once he gets on campus and sees things, I think he'll really like Auburn. Just, you know, I base that on just talking to him and seeing his personality and 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 how much he, he considers playing in the SEC a big deal. So that'll be my wild card there. I like it, man. He was. I, I was going down through the offers. Wanted to make sure. Um, I wasn't missing anyone. I think the only one, and I've been trying to get in touch with this cat, but uh, and you mentioned him last week, Jay. He had Zechariah Owens. Not really yes, sure sir. what's going on with him right now. I know he came to a couple of games. If I'm not mistaken, Cole, did he not? We saw him a couple of times on the sidelines. This yeah, he, uh, yes. Have, have not been able to get in tr- uh, touch with him, but. He would definitely be on my uh, list to pull from. He would be on my draft board. Zachariah Owens. Cool too that that Auburn's gotten somebody from before, if I'm not mistaken. Eagles Landing. Yeah. Yes. Was it Andrew Williams? Uh, yes, sir. It sure Andrew was. Williams. What about UGA Richard? on national signing? What about Richard Jibuner and Jibinor. You remember this guy? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Before we transferred loved, to Troy. Loved him, man. Was he from Eagles Landing? Am I wrong on that? I can't. I can't remember. Boy, he was, he was twitchy though, man. God, he, he went to Troy and tore it up. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I think he had double digit sacks this past year. He was on his way to being really good at Auburn too. I don't remember what happened there, but anyway. I don't either. But you know, field. You know, he got that DUI, and there were a couple other things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. That that did happen. Yeah. He's from Athens, Georgia. Athens. Is that Athens Christian? Juvenile. Ah, okay. Athens. Okay. That makes sense. But that dude gotcha. was all about work. His body, man, he was all about his body. He he had a gallon of something. I don't know what it was, creatine <laughs> or what, but he had a gallon of milk jug. And he, you never saw him in the complex without it. He was carrying that milk jug. It might have been, been the corn liquor. Hell, I don't know. Look, and I remember his recruitment. That was a fight between T-Wheel and Rodney on who he was. You know what I mean? They both wanted him big time yeah, because what yeah. an athlete he was. He's your prototypical edge guy, no Absolutely. doubt. Absolutely. Let me throw some names out there. So, so some of these guys, some of, some of our listeners, here are the guys that we're choosing these five over. And then I'm gonna get to my list. But we, I mean, Caden Proctor is oh, a yeah. five star guy. Auburn is Auburn. Some of these guys, but uh, very little chance he even visits Auburn, much less um, commits. Charles Jaguza from Rhode Island, four star. Remember him? He, Auburn offered him. Samson Okalola. I believe Auburn's been on him. So I go ahead. He, uh, Fifth star with on three, by the way. He did get it. Yeah, he did. Uh, Samson, he, right, rightfully so. His tape is nasty. A lot of Northeast guys, you know. Yes. A lot of. I mean, I, I is Illinois Midwest? Hell, I don't know. Yeah, it's in Midwest. We'll call yeah. it that. 
I don't they know. Do some big buck hunting out there. <laughs> there is Illinois is Illinois not straight above Alabama? I mean, straight yeah, with a couple of states in between. Yeah, but I mean, as far <laughs> as east east west goes, yeah, you're directly north. Yeah, man, how can that be Midwest? I, I've always been curious about the Midwest. This is the dumbest yeah, geographical yeah. region I've ever heard of. Well, the hell, it ain't west. <laughs> I mean, is it west of the Mississippi? Maybe that's what they mean. I, I think that's where the term's coming from. Okay, all right. Well, I'll allow it for now. Uh, Bohili Lucas Simmons from down in uh, Clearwater, Florida. Miles McVeigh. We all like Miles McVeigh. That's I would love. That's a good one. Uh, he, he, He's he, coming back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put him maybe on five as, as my wild card. Okay. Maybe as my wild card, just to make, throw some new names in there. Zechariah Owens. We talked about him. Um, again, I'd like to talk to him. But right now, the uh, the recruiting prediction machine on on three has UCF and South Carolina. That seems like two teams Auburn should be able to overcome. I'm going to have just to get some new names on on, on our list. I'm going to have Zach Owens. I mean, okay. I got I got to have one thing we all agree on is uh, McElderry, yeah. Bo Hewley, Hugley. Yep. Shit. Bo Hughley, <laughs> Clay Whedon, yes, Brock West, Michael Bay. I'm gonna tell you where I'm gonna go on a limb here. I really feel good about Braden Joyner. Oh uh, yeah, just a little bit, huh? Hey, wow. <laughs> Calm down a little bit. <laughs> uh, a lot of Midwest guys. There's Logan Reichert from Missouri. Um, another guy we should probably keep an eye on is N. Jeffrard. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Put him down. Uh, we talked about Owens. Uh, and there's another Con- Connecticut guy. Remember that alien guy, Olinus? Olinus. That's what yeah. I said. Elijah Page. Uh, Luke Montgomery's committed to Ohio State. Yeah. Madden Sanker. What about him, Cole? What yes. do you know about Madden yeah. Sanker? I, I put up a story on him on Monday as well. Um, He's from Carrollton, uh, excuse me, Douglasville, Georgia, just west yeah. of Atlanta. Yes. He, okay. He's one of the more interesting guys that I've talked to, and here's why. He is not shy to say, here's the deal. I really like Coach Harson. I really like Coach Friend. I think they got a great vision. But I got to see what they do on the field first. Yeah. That's what I need to see. Respect. And he told me, too, he said, my recruitment's way open. Like, I haven't narrowed down anything yet. Anybody could come in right now and make, you know, make a play. He, he's very, you know, he's a good talker. He knows he's, he's intelligent. So he's, he's going, you know, I, I, I'm looking at this as um, nobody's too late to the game for me. If it's the right school, it's the right school. He mentioned uh, Miami, Louisville, Michigan State. You know, a lot of, a lot of the offensive linemen mich- uh, mentioned Michigan State. Dude, they're all over. Every, every recruiting update that I do, Michigan State has offered. Michigan State, oh, yeah. offered. Michigan State has offered. Michigan State has I don't know the is it Mel Tucker? No. Hey, yeah. Who's the offensive line coach there? Do we know that? Because that's the one they keep mentioning to me. They're like, he's a former target at Auburn. I'm trying to think. Uh, he was a longtime offensive line coach for um, uh, the guy that got fired up at UNC a couple years back, Larry uh, Fedora. Fedora, yeah. Who's his Who's his offensive line coach? I'm trying to think. Something with a K. Yeah, Kapilovich. There you go. That's it. That's Chris, it. Chris Kapilovich. This and guy right here, he's making some waves down in the he in the is. south with, with some O line prospects because they really like him. Uh, I I can't remember who else. Maybe Stanton Ramil said something about him, and 
and uh, Sanker did, and I think maybe Wilkin Formby. Uh, so, yeah, that, I don't know if they're going to land any of those guys, but they're certainly trying to give themselves a chance. Well, um, and the narrative around that program has changed completely. When you look at what they did during the COVID season by comparison to what they did this year, winning double-digit games, and Mel got that massive contract <laughs> to stay right there at Michigan State. Yeah, so man. you know the continuity is going to be there, and it's just much so much easier to recruit when you got that kind of positive energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you hey, when you know your coach is going to be there, you can recruit. That's right. Surely okay. helps a lot. I'm gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna give you my list. Here, okay. Here's some of my thinking. I'm gonna think out loud on some of some of these guys. Stanton Remmel, Ramil, yep. whatever. Yeah. Okay. My and and this goes for the Will Will Wilkin Formby. Hey, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. He, yeah. He's a he's a Tuscaloosa guy. Rammel's father played at Alabama. His grandfather played at Auburn, but his father played at Alabama. He's originally from New York. Come down here. So, my takes on both of those guys is I like Auburn by default. Should Alabama not pursue? Yes, right. If Alabama wants Formby in November, uh, they'll get him. They'll get him. If Alabama yeah. wants. Uh, Rammel in November, December, uh, things will change. But we're not talking about that, fellas. This list is for now, right? Right. And I will say this on Rammel, what I have been told is if he commits, he's sticking. He's not going to flip. Okay. So if Auburn can get him in the boat early, I believe I think he'll stay loyal. I, I believe that as well. Just well, from talking. Finally, I, I don't get that same feel from his recruitment. I feel like if Alabama comes at any point, he'll flip to them. Okay, I'm going with Bo Hughley, Hughley, Bo Hughley, McElberry, McElderry, <laughs> McElderry, McElderry, that dude. McElderry. There you go. Wait a minute, what? Well, how do you pronounce it? I got to ask him. I, I'm going to have to ask him. McElderry? It's McElderry, right? <laughs> Man, y'all, wait, I, I'm awful. <laughs> Isn't it Smith? I think it's Smith. Yeah, yeah. Williams. Jones. It's Mac, nice Mac L. Derry, McElderry, McElderry. Yeah. What did you say it was, J.F.? McElderry? McElderry. I think I said McElderry. McElderry. That's, I bet you that's what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man. It ain't McElderry. got a win out of it. it what did you say? Man, Ma- brother, don't make me say it again. Come on now. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Rockwest McElderry. McElderry. Yeah. yeah. They only said his name 20 times. I should know, but oh my gosh, I feel like an idiot. I never I've never said, hey, Mr. McElderry. <laughs> <laughs> watch, it, watch it be McElderry when I ask. I'm it is. I'm I'm gonna go with it. But I, I do like just from my conversation post-January junior day with him. Yeah. He, he's not gonna sign with Georgia. No, I don't think so. I think Jay had wrote on the corner that uh, Alabama could 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 in the mix with him. Did, did I see that? You was that you or was that? Yeah. Cole? So he's a kid that, that Alabama's monitoring and somebody they could definitely turn up the heat on. I think they're going kind of reevaluating their board because they've transitioned offensive line coaches. Um, their previous offensive line coach has gone back to I think he's with the New Orleans Saints now, and they brought in Kentucky's former uh, offensive line coach. So they're kind of reevaluating their board and retooling as to what they think they're going to need moving forward. But he's a guy that can make a play on for sure. Okay. So my, my top three right now are Hughley, Hughley, God bless America, uh, Rockwest. <laughs> McKeldrick. Yeah. 
Clay Whedon for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll go with Ramel, Ramil. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I'll go with, I'll go with Stanton. And, and and then for my fifth and final spot, I'll go either with Zach, Zechariah Owens or Ian Jeffrard. Just yeah. to kind of get okay. some names on there. And and just from – since I got to pick one, I'll go with uh, Owens. And, and and remember, this is five that I think Almer's going to get two from. Yep. Right. Okay. So I'm going to go with Owens, and I'm going to have Ian Jeffrard as my alternate, my first alternate. I like I'm going to be honest with you. I think all four – I mean, I think that there are four on your list as they were four on mine, Cole's list as well. I feel – I feel almost, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab Hokuson in the back on this one. I'm gonna say seventy percent on four of those guys: Clay Whedon, Ramel, Ramil, Hubley, oh, yeah. and uh, Michael Rockwell. Yeah, yeah, McEldry. God, I, I, I just feel like those four are gonna land in Auburn. I think the, the playing time is important to all four. I think they've been prioritized. Um, and I think I like it. Well, I like the relationship that Will Friend has there um, and that Joe Bernardi has been able to, uh, to couple with him as well. I'll say um, this too. Sorry, Jay Head. No, you go ahead, Cole. Uh, if Auburn offers Kobe Keenum in the next. Yeah. I'm going to say, I think there's a timeline, a time limit with him. I really do. If they offer him in the next month, they will have a great chance. If they wait, they're not going to have a good chance. But what are they? I what's agree. going to change in the next month? Like you can't see him, right? There's no eval period. He well, he can come to campus. in April. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He can come visit. Show some. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He would be on my draft board. Yeah, he yeah. would be on my draft board. Not right now, just because he doesn't have the offer, uh, and he wants the offer, but he's also not. He's not sweating it. You know, if if they don't, he's got a lot of other schools that like him a lot, and that's what he's interested in. He's from North Alabama, right? He yeah. is from Mars Hill. Is it Mars Hill Bible High School? Well, and the, I think he's a really good player. I get him. My understanding is they're recruiting him as a center and already having Braden Joyner in the class. Ah. I'm just not sure if he's going to get the offer or not. I think he could also play guard, and Cole yeah. can probably correct me on that. No, you're right. But right now, I feel like he's being evaluated as a center and already having one in the class. I think that's what's holding up the offer. Now, it is possible. Um, I, I saw Braden Joyner playing a lot of guard, uh, just in the one on ones, really doesn't matter, but you know, you're mad, it's just about matchups there. But he was at the guard spot a lot, and um, I don't know if it was him or Keenum that mentioned to me that they had sort of communicated about being sort of versatile, uh, you know, that Joyner could play guard or that Keenum could play guard or and center and and. They they would try to maybe work that out to try to get Keenum in the mix, but I just don't know where they're at on that. So, sure, that's what I'm watching. I you know if they do, like I said, if they offer him soon, I think they got a shot. If they wait, I I don't think so. Well, and when you have guys like McKeldry and Clay Whedon on the board that are both going to be interior guys, and you already have one in the fold and Joiner, yeah, I think you're just kind of trying to weigh your options there. Do you need to offer Keenum? Yeah, you, know, you you just don't know. Right. Uh, coincidentally, Mars Hill, if I'm not mistaken, was one of the schools that Brian Harson visited during the contact period. I believe so. As per AL.com. That would, that would be there you go. That's where I saw it. <laughs> where I saw it. Hey, well, so uh, let's, next week we're going to do defensive linemen, 
not including Edge. Okay. And next week, so we'll have your list for next week. Uh, we're going to cut it off there, folks. I do have several how about you's, man. We had a lot of good, uh, a lot of good posting doing going on this week, and uh, I'm just going to read them out because there's a lot of them, man. All beasts, a u beasts, PH Perry eighty seven, Zuni big how about you to Zuni and uh, right. Silver Fox seventy six at Killing Time at Tank Bigs, man. Some of these guys are hilarious on the on, on the court. Oh yeah. Uh, so anytime, man, you you, you make me LOL, I'm going to give you a how about you here on the shriveled bud uh at leo the tiger he did it twice man this is a double shout out to at leo uh at moon weagle i think he's a uh how about you veteran by now i think he's gotten two or three uh, at jimmy au at old crow at granite tiger that's my dog right there and at mitch douglas hey one two three four five six twelve we got a, we got a dandy dozen how about you today oh. does anybody want to add any Add on to that. I got some, but Cole, do you have any? All right. Um, I really, I just been wanting to talk about this one guy that uses his email address as his username. Stud. <laughs> I can't, stud. can't think of what it is. It's like Bruce something, but man, that is kudos, man. At man. Bruce something. I got you, big dog. Hey, you know, do your thing, man. <laughs> I hear you. Everybody's like, why have you not changed your your username? He's like, this is my username. My email. I'm gonna roll with it. I, like I am it. who I am. Okay. Deal with it. Oh, by the way, Jeffrey, let me show you this real quick. Can you see that? Yeah. Indiana is directly above Alabama. And, and it's somehow and Ohio is somehow considered the Midwest. I do see Illinois is probably west of the Mississippi. Now, if it's west of the Mississippi, I'm okay with it. It is west of I still don't consider Ole Miss. I mean, uh what's the Mississippi divide? Uh, Ole, uh Mississippi and Louisiana, right? I don't know. Is it? I don't think Louisiana is, is is west, although Texas is right there. I don't know, man. I have to do so. But the Midwest, that whole Midwest region, always bothered me because they were due north of everybody that's southeast. So how can you be above north of southeast and somehow be Midwest? I'm with you there. Midwest to me is Nebraska. You're, you're, you're middle of the country and west. The shrivel pod where you can get hey. your recruiting updates and geography lessons. Right? I mean, I you like know, I, I, I felt I'm 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 tired <laughs> of bashing the, uh, the the road construction crews around here. So hey, look, that's right. You got to pivot to someplace, right? I, I, the Midwest region is is, is dumb. It's dumb as I don't know. I don't get it. So Jay Head, you've got some how about you? I do. So I'm gonna start off with not an insider. Oh uh, yeah, guy that's, oh, yeah. It, 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 I've been swapping DNs with him for a long time. He kind of keeps me uh, abreast on some things that I need to to know behind the scenes. So I want to give him a big shout out. I want to give one of Jeffrey's favorites, Rice CP, a shout out. He just found out he's going to be a dad for the second time. Hey. Rice so DP, congrat- yeah, I want to say congratulations to Rice. That is just to be clear. That is the Rice, right? Correct. That is the, that is the one and only Rice. The there Rice. Are, there are a few. Good for uh, him, man. Congrats, D. Rice. That's right. And then I want to give Danny Archer a shout-out. Oh, shit. You know, two hey. weeks in a row, I like Danny's tone on the board this week. You know what I mean? I like how he came out. And basically, what Danny said is, look, you know what I mean? I'm going to take a step back from, from some of the hostility, but I want everybody to know when my coach gets stabbed in the back, I'm going to come out and fight for him on the board. I like so it. Res- respect, Danny. Absolutely, man. Oh, uh, I got an RIP this week to Shakers Jack. <laughs> r.i.p big dog there you go I like uh, it. yeah man I, I, i've come around in my old age 
to the only way I'm going to ban you really right now is if you're bad for business. There you, you know, go. If, if, you know, if if nobody likes you and you're just a prick, and and you you turn people away from the message board, I don't want you. Yeah. To me, I've always said the the best company for addition by subtraction is the internet, the message board world. Uh, there you go. You, you, you kick off one bad poster and you're going to get three or four other guys jumping in and saying, Hey, I'll I, I post now. So RIP shakers, Jack. And, uh, let's, let's wrap it up there, fellas. Uh, that's a good long show. I'm going to head to Montana on Thursday. We're going to go up to, uh, Christian Clemente, uh, from rivals actually put me up on Bridger bowl above Bozeman to go skiing. Get out of here. Yeah, he's from Bozeman. You know, he's, he's the King of Bozeman. His mom's a queen. She's, uh, she was in, uh, uh yellowstone, yellowstone right? yeah 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 and she sent me some caramels before so you know i'm pretty famous big she, shout out to christian clemente yeah man. nice he, you know because we last year i was you know breckenridge and all those other big ritzy places dude i can't afford that shit with three kids three <laughs> boys christian was like dude you need to go check out bridger bowls nobody goes to bridger bowl i mean you know, it's not a big touristy attraction sure uh, and we did, man. It was it's very uh, economical. So we're gonna we're gonna go up there and try it out. Be back Tuesday. Well, we're gonna need a recap of that trip then. Absolutely. And so I'll I'll have my defensive line board. Let's record next Thursday, fellas. We'll we'll publish for Friday. Uh, get back on that track for next week. If unless this is a a better time for our producers up in Nashville, because he was pretty excited that we were doing it today and not Thursday. So I think end of the week might be sucky for him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we'll 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 uh, we'll figure that out when I get back and, and see if we can't get this on a, on a consistent basis. But have your defensive line boards net ready next week, fellas. And uh, for Cole, for Jay Head, I'm Jeffrey Lee. How about you? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.